Welcome to the Business Mentor Podcast. This podcast is where we share and discuss the experiences, ideas, and happenings in the world of business, featuring some very special guests and experts to give you advice and direction in your journey. Introducing your host, award-winning entrepreneur and Prince's Trust business mentor, Jay Dillon. James, welcome to the Business Mentor Podcast. Thank you for joining me. Uh, thank you, Jay. Looking forward to it in these strange times. And uh, we've talked quite a lot. Of, you know, we were going to do it together, face to face, and and but you know, things have changed. And uh, now we're, um, yeah, we're we're out of. I was I'd say difficult, challenging. It's hard to describe because it just hit us out of the blue. You know, they call it like a, you know, black swan, don't they? So, I mean, great to talk to you. And just let's kick it off. You know. What's happening at the moment with your business? Because I know you, you manage, you know, three, four, 400 staff, 400 plus staff. I mean, how's it for you? Well, I mean, the coronavirus has, has come in and it's put a big fat pause button on, I would say, the global economy. And I think that pause button is going to be around for a while. Uh, in terms of the businesses I've got, um, very different, uh, I think, your business history, Jay. I, I own a chain of children's day nurseries, children's visitor attractions, and uh, um, I make teddy bears. I made over a million teddy bears. Um, in addition to that, I've got quite a few commercial property interests. Um, so very, I think, to, but, you know, all business basics and fundamentals are the same, and I think we can all appreciate that. Um, I, I could see what was happening with coronavirus. And because of those types of businesses I've just described to you, we have quite a lot of standing costs. So you know, we're a business that turns a million pounds a month. We do about 12 million pounds in annual sales. And um, we have a heavy payroll. So our payroll can go up to half a million pounds a month and as low as 300,000 a month because, you know, there's different seasonal elements to the business. And what I could see, and we track one of the business fundamentals that I teach people at my seminars and stuff is that you have to track how much you spend on labor. We track that on a daily basis through what we call our DIV, which stands for Daily Income Sheet. So every day, each one of our 11 branches would send me this daily income sheet. And I was looking at our labor KPIs go through the roof. So to give you an idea, and this was, so this was, uh, what, what day is it? It's the 25th. So yeah. let's go back nine days. So that was that 16th, 17th of March, something like that. I got the data, uh, daily income sheet and I was looking, I was like, Oh no. We, we, we aim to be 30% at top end of our turnover of uh, labor. And we was 574%. Right. So it was effectively costing us £30,000 a day. So I think we acted a week before everyone else, and I'm so glad we did. And I said, look, we're going to have to close the business temporarily tomorrow. So that was the Monday evening. And then on the Tuesday evening, we laid off 350 staff that kept our day nursery operations running because that business was still trading really well, but our leisure operations had just nosedived. So I made that decision. We laid everyone off, and I could see what they'd done in France and Italy yeah. where they was uh, the Monday evening prior to that decision, the French president had said that he would pay everyone salaries. And I thought, well, it's only a matter of time before the UK government will do something like that. Now, at the time of recording on the 25th of March when we're making this podcast, the UK government have said they're going to pay 80%. They haven't actually put the detail out yet. Yeah. So given the headline, but not the detail of how it's done. I knew that they would do something like that. So I said, right, we've got to close this business because if we carry on trading for a week while the government catches up, 
we would have done a quarter of a million pounds yeah. um, in turnover that we'll never get um, in cost. Sorry, that we'll never get back. So I think what people need to do in these, you know, these times is act with speed and 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 speed. Um, especially like you know when you like uh, even in good times you've got a member of staff that you know is toxic for the business and you're like oh no no they're skilled but they're you know they're a really skilled person but they're highly ta- uh, highly toxic. Yeah. Um, and every business has these people that, that, that gets to a certain size. I mean, indeed, when we've taken over businesses, we've got highly skilled people with the wrong attitude. And I've always said it's attitude over skill set. The, the point's coming, JP. Yeah, <laughs> Give, go for me. You know, I, what I try and do is make sure that, that when you've got someone that's highly skilled with a bad attitude, you make that speedy decision to remove them from the business. Um, and similarly here, I, I took that same attitude on that I could see the income tap had turned off, the lights had switched off. What's the point in carrying on for another week, building up quarter of a million pounds worth of debt, using quarter of a million of our cash reserve, knowing that one day the pause button's going to go back to play again. Yeah. I wanted to make sure that we had something to come back to. So very quickly, I could see everyone panicking. And I thought, no, I'm not going to panic. I'm going to start planning. And I'm going to plan fast. And we planned fast. And we implemented fast. And we've done it. And now I sit here very confident that when the play button is pressed off of pause, we will come back one of the strongest businesses in our sector in the United Kingdom. And I'm very proud of my senior team for making the operations happen. So I could work with our SD to make sure we build a war chest of cash because I think when this every day that we're on pause, the world economy is changing and the UK economy is changing. I think access to credit will get tougher. Mm-hmm. when we get back to play. Um, I think even not just from a credit point of view for buying property or buying assets, but I think you know landlords um, are going to want to change base. I think there's going to be great deals for landlords like when you're renting property, but I think they're going to be very nervous about who they let in because I think they're going to have a lot of fingers burned. I think um, I, I I think um, like suppliers that might have given you thirty days, sixty days, ninety yeah. days. I think all of that's going to be a big fat, <clears throat> and you are going to have to be prepared to make sure that your business can cope with that. So that's why I told everyone: make sure you have cash in the bank. You know that the old saying "cash is king" has never been more important. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. And and look, I can relate it. That makes I've, I've said all the time on podcasts, on meetings, any work, just always have a backup fund because yeah. this is the time you're going to need it. And, you know, I relate to your example because obviously in 08, 09, James, I don't know if you, you were running your businesses as scalable, but we had, a, we had quite a big business. And I think what got us through that was one, my mentor, which was, which he just helped me out and gave me the belief because a lot of people now will put their head in the sand. They're like, oh, yeah. oh what's happened? What do I do now? And I'm just telling everyone, look, you've got to start planning, preparing, Get the government support if it's out there. Don't be too shy just to pull that in and really oh, yeah. be, be ready for, for when it takes off because I like the way you've just now prepared yourself to go again because you're right, you'll keep burning cash if you think this, this isn't going to affect your business. You've got to, you've got to plan and you no, move well, fast. My, my worry is as well, is no one, like, it's not, like, no one can say, right, this nightmare will end in 28 days. 
No one knows. Governments no one, don't know. Yeah. We could be like this for a year. And so I just wasn't prepared to hang around. And some scientists do actually believe it's going to be a year. Other yeah. people think it's going to be 90 days. I mean, and that's the other thing. I, if I had anything else to you know, get on my soapbox about is people have stopped, got to stop listening to people that don't know what they're talking yeah. about with this coronavirus thing. You've got to listen to scientists. You've got to listen to government advisors, not the bleeding Daily Mail or whatever newspaper is spouting their version of events. And they can't stop. We've got to stop comparing ourselves to other countries. I mean, this is, people go, look, Singapore have got a handle on this. Um, uh, New Zealand have got a handle on this. I'm saying, guys, do you know how many people live in New Zealand? 4.5 million people, 68 million in the UK. Yeah. There's, you know, there's, um, we just, I've said that Singapore, 5 million, New Zealand, 4.5 million. They got a hand on it because they've got hardly any people. We've got 68 million people. It's a completely different set of data. Yeah. And we can't go comparing to small countries. We're a big country, you know, we were, you know, we've got to, you know, compare ourselves to Italy. They've got 61 million. We've got 68 million. There's some similarities there. So when they've got a handle on it, that's when we can take a sigh of relief. And we can't listen to what China up to. I mean, I, I buy a lot from China. I import a lot from China. I've been there. It's a dictatorial communist state. Yeah. And they lie about things. I, I don't, you know, I hope none of them are listening to us. But you know, this is the this is the country that said to people that if they got pregnant twice um, for a good number of years, they said you you couldn't have more than one child. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, you, you can't listen to this. You've got to listen to our government yeah. and dot gov and HMRC and not you know everyone that's an armchair. Um, enthusiast that's jumping on social media. I, you know, I keep saying about all the self-employed stuff that's going around. I'm sure you've seen it. I've right lots of calls. And this is what they're going to do for self-employed people, guys. Unless it's on the HMRC website or the .gov yeah, website, yeah. it's because they've had a discussion in Parliament about it. Parliament's not the Chancellor, the Exchequer, or the Prime Minister. They're the two we need to say about it. You know, and I just. So I am a bit worried people are jumping the gun and they're seeing the... Yeah, go on, go on, go on. Yeah, no, I was just going to say on that point because I'm glad you mentioned that point because what I've, done, I've stopped a lot of content going out there and I put a video out today and people are saying, Jay, you've not commented or you've not done anything on social media because I'm observing all the stuff first. I'm listening what's happening because yeah. it's changing so much and I put a video out today. But also I'm getting people like yourself, people like business leaders have been there, doctors, politicians... I've got a lawyer, I've got an accountant, because these guys will give us a bit more expert advice. But you're right. I mean, you watch, you watch um, I don't know, is it Pierce Morgan in the morning? You know, he, he loves this. But the problem is it's causing a lot of confusion and people don't know who to listen to. And that's half the problem, isn't it? And we can't compare. Like in India, my parents are stuck in India, which, you know, that's a good thing or a bad thing because obviously it's less than it is here. But in India, they, they live by a different culture. They can stop 1.2 billion people because they're brutal. Whereas here, it's different. We are different cultures. It's harder. We can't change overnight. No, no, no. And that's, a, that's you know, people are to stop comparing what other countries are up to because you know, they're not comparing apples of apples. And, you know, if you look hard enough on the internet for things you believe in, you will find what you're thinking is evidence to what you believe in. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, and that's dangerous. You've got to make sure you listen to the ultimate experts. You know, even the BBC are presuming things, you know, that are meant to be 
technically independent. I'm, you know, they're, they're saying, oh, you know, we're sure this is what this long thing means, you know, and yeah. what it means for employees. I've got all my employees, Jay, texting me going, James, do we qualify for the 80% yeah, yeah. thing? We, all of our senior team are just replying saying, guys, we haven't seen the detail yet. As soon as we know the official detail, not what the armchair commentators think, them all let you know well i personally think there needs to be clarity around that because i'm having self-employed people people business my own businesses and they put the headline out there with no real detail when it's going to kick in because some is a month two months some businesses can't even go past 30 days because the cash flow so seven days seven days yeah people close yeah. now so, but, but they're saying it may come in April, but I'll be honest with you, a lot of businesses can't even wait. I and mean, look at your payment. No, no, no I, I absolutely, that's why you've got to, you know, plan and ha act fast because, yeah. you know, the government, you know, their primary, their primary thing they're going to be wanting to do right now is save lives. And then they're going to think about the economy and it would be in that order because yeah. they know that, They've got months and weeks to sort out the economy, but they've got hours and days to save lives. And, and that's what I keep telling people. So, look, guys, the NHS, you know, the Prime Minister and the Chancellor, if he's, you know, we've got a meeting right now to talk about saving people's jobs, or we've got people meeting right now about saving people's lives. Yeah, yeah, and, what's priority? Aren't they, you know? Because, well, yeah, cause yeah. I, I just literally, before we came on air, I wanted to look at the self-improvement, nothing's been released, but then I've just heard that Prince Charles has got coronavirus. No. And yeah, yeah, just, just literally now. I've just checked it. Well, check it. Yeah, Prince Charles has got coronavirus, and uh, oh which, which, which means he's obviously over seventy. Oh yeah, I've just got it here. Yeah, and the, and the Queen's now going to be at risk. So the government, these are the kind of things we're up against. You know, the, 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 yeah. it's getting serious when people head of state gets it. And I've met Prince Charles twice uh, through my work with Prince's Trust, and for him to get it. What do you, think, like, of, what do you think of Prince Charles? I am a big fan. Um, I met, uh, so, you know, just, just obviously for your listeners that are probably listeners, I sold my business, then I started giving something back through mentoring through the Prince's Trust. And through the help of the Trust, I, I got invited to Palace and I met Prince Charles. Yeah, I think he's great. I met him twice. I went to his 70th birthday um, at the Palladium. Yeah, yeah, yeah so we got invited. Because obviously the charity went with the Trust. I've got my own academy, but the most, so, what you know, mentoring, people talk about mentoring a lot. And I always say, this is my, my opinion, not anywhere else, is, is I run a business for 10 years, built it, multi-location, 500 staff, sold it. Then I started giving something back through the Prince's Trust, which is free, yeah. and the most vulnerable people. When I knew I could help the most vulnerable 18-year-old, and my first client is one of my good mates, and we do stuff together, he's a magician. When I've taken him from nothing to now being a global star on, on social media, he's been on The Ellen Show. What's his name? Luca Galoni. He's got, uh, he's, we, 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 like, we work together quite often now, but I, I met him when he was 18. He's been on the Ellen Show. He's got, I mean, what I mean social media, he's got like, he's had 4 billion views, 9.5 million followers. Oh, wow, congrats. Mate, that is fantastic. How do I get involved in the Prince's Trust? I'd love yeah, to get involved. Yeah, so well, with the Prince's Trust, it's changed a lot recently because they moved online. I had a meeting with the Trust just a few weeks ago about trying to get more people like yourself involved. Uh, the structure is changing slightly because I went from like one-to-one -one mentoring and then to um, to online mentoring. That's not really worked. But what I would do is I'll say, I'll share some details with you after. Oh yeah, then, that'd uh, be great. Because well, done, I, yeah. I love hearing stuff like that. You know? well, that's when I started my own charity. You know, like yeah. if you if you are someone that can make stuff happen, then you should make stuff happen for others that are in a less fortunate position than I applauded. 
100% this podcast I reached. The podcast is called the Business Mentor Podcast because I, I got known as a mentor through the trust. And people said, Jake, because with the Prince Trust, you can only do like a few clients, right? But then all the young guys see, see me doing well with, with my mentees and they all want to be, you know, they want me to be their mentor, but obviously limited. So that's why I launched the podcast to help the trust. Obviously, it's gone really well. We did really well around the world. But yeah, going back on, on the topic of helping people, I mean, Prince Charles is really good. I think now is the time for people to like give something back in the community. That's why I've stopped everything and try to give as much information through my own channel. Um, and I think it's important now because there is so much on social media. I just did a, um, I did, I did a post, did a video. I said about, look, guys, there's going to be a lot of people selling stuff online, which is great but don't get distracted in your own business to a quick get rich idea. You know, do something which enhances your business, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a YouTube channel, but a lot of people are going to be like changing course, but it's, you've got to focus on your business more now more than any, anywhere else. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is the time to do all the things that are very important, not urgent. And, you know, everyone says they haven't got time. Well, now you've got time yeah, and yeah. They, they can go and do the very important, not urgent stuff. Like, I, I mean, last night I started writing my new book, The Dream Team, um, you know, 1,500 words in. And I feel I can't wait to do more. But, you know, I've been putting it off for a few months. You know, I've, I've wrote three books. This is the fourth one. And, you know, once you get going, the momentum kicks in, doesn't it? You know, and boom, then yeah. you're away. And that, that's... Yeah, and I've just did a five. The reason I'm dressed up like this because I'm doing podcast interviews because I want to feel like I'm in the office. So I've created an office dance and my kids are upstairs. You can hear them banging and my wife said, which is great. Yeah. I've I'm got in my, the same boat, mate. Yeah, yeah. So I've got my gym set up so I can do a run the treadmill because my, my gym's a total mess because I go David Lloyd's. But so yesterday I thought, you know what? I cleared it out. Just made enough room for my treadmill and my weights. I went this morning. Yeah. I felt good this morning. I thought, you know what? I'm going to do interviews and continue but you're right you can do you know but most importantly i think is don't neglect your business a lot of people might pop the business to one side and think that'll sort itself out and or let me jump onto something else focus on things that are going to still help your business because as soon as this as soon as it picks up and i and i saw your post about having a party so i'm coming to your party um you know it's, it's you know in the recession happened to me i thought everything's going to finish and by the end of that recession we, we moved our model a little bit to more temporary but we're the best year ever. Now, if I'd given up, you know, you can't give yeah. up. You've got to keep, be sensible well, with your money. I mean, look, I mean, look, I'm not no super duper economist, but I mean, we are going to have a recession. There's no way, you know, that we're not going to have two quarters of negative growth. So, yeah, you know, absolutely, we're going to have a recession. Um, but people need to remember recessions are the opportunity time. You know, more millionaires are made in a recession than any other period. Um, and data proves that. And there's going to be people that lose what I call the three E's for business, effort, energy, and enthusiasm. And once that effort, energy, and enthusiasm leaves the business owner, they'll be wanting to get rid of their business. And, you know, I always talk about the three stages of a business. You go from solopreneur to entrepreneur to investorpreneur. Yeah. Um, and, those entrepreneurs that just below them is the business owner, those ones that, you know, now I think there's going to be, you know, in my sector, loads of day nurseries and leisure businesses that are just like, oh, I'm not doing this anymore. Um, yes. This, um, I need to put another couple of hundred grand into my business just to get it going again. Um, no, thank you. And um, you'll be able to take over businesses um, and save jobs and turn them round, and you'll be able to pick them up for next to nothing. And I genuinely believe that's going to happen. I've done it 
you know, multiple times in my existing businesses, even through good times. Um, but those that really do have the energy, enthusiasm, and effort still with kin to their very yeah, yeah. soul, they're the ones that are going to do really well. Um, but this is what, you know, I don't know if you've read Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Yeah, yeah I've read all of them. Um, and, you know, one of the habits sharpening the saw, um, you know, uh, you know, sharpening your metaphorical saw. Most people don't go and sharpen their scissors, sharpen their knives. They just use them every day and they get a little bit more blunt. And we need to be doing that now as entrepreneurs. Like, you know, go and learn how to do Facebook ads. If you've never made podcasts, like you said, Jay, you know, this is learning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, I, I interviewed a, uh, I just did a video, but I'll share it with you on this, this podcast, but also uh, an NBA Hall of Famer, I interviewed him, is called Walter Bond. And he said something which is, is actually quite fascinating. And, and I asked him, right, you know, there's always a link between sports and successful business people when they transition over. And, and I said, what, this is before this all happened. He said, I said, what was your success? You know, why did you become such a good business person, you know, on the NBA? And he said, what happens is in the NBA, the people who are very successful, you have an off-season, right? An off-season where they they basically don't play. It's like a pre-season. He goes, the people who are on the off-season really, really practice really hard, like, you know, really try hard. They're the ones that are successful. And he said, in his business, yeah. he did the same. He had an off-season. So we had time to think about his business. Now, I'm telling everyone, look, this is our off-season, right? What you do now, all the effort, all the stuff, all the branding, all the marketing, all that, the more you do now, the stronger you're going to come out when you go into play again. Yeah, so, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Great example that you shared. I thought, you know what? It's a great thing. So, There's I mean, a brilliant book on this um, called Bounce. I don't know if you've read that book. You can listen to it. It's about an Olympic um, tabletop uh, champion, and he talks about 10,000 oh, hours he's, of purpose. He's from uh, the UK, right? I forgot his name. Is it it's not Saeed? Yeah. Is it Saeed? Is it Saeed? I, I can't remember his name, but the book's called Bounce. Table tennis guy, table tennis guy, yeah. Yeah, and he talks about what you've just spoken about. So he, he trained all his life, put all the practice in, and then he, he lost the game that he should have won yeah. um, um, because he wasn't looking after his mental well-being. He just, you know, and there's, there's, it's a really good book, and I don't want to go into it. In this yeah, podcast, yeah. It sort of follows around there and explain what we're talking about in much more clearer detail. So, so James, so you know, we, we know it's uncertain times. How and you mentioned how are you keeping your daily routine? Because obviously, as business owners like me, I get out of bed. And I'm just I've got anxiety to do more and more and more. I want to do more. I want yeah, to do yeah. more. So yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, you, you, have, sure. you have to balance that out with kids and everything. So tell me what you're doing at the moment. So, can so, I- so I'm, I'm I'm writing a book. Um, I'm making all the modules for my Entrepreneurs University, which is like an online training program. So it's like an encyclopedia yep. online to help business owners grow their business. I've relaunched that. Um, I used to do it before, and I've relaunched James Sinclair's Entrepreneurs Network on Facebook, which is a Facebook group. I'm making YouTube videos. I'm doing daily podcasts. Um, I, I make sure that I have a notebook where I'm writing the things that I want to achieve each day. Yeah. I'm looking ready to look for deals that are coming up, writing a book. Um, and then Google Hangouts and Zoom are now my friend um, because I'm keeping in touch with um, all my senior team. And there's actually still a lot to do. Yeah. Um, I've 
directing the people that look after my James Sinclair training business, the uh, James Sinclair Network and Entrepreneurs University. I've been having a chat with them and said, look, guys, you know, we're focusing so much on podcasts and YouTube. Yeah, we've forgotten about Facebook, you know, yeah. proper coaching. We need to be on Facebook. We need to, we've got so much content. We've made so many videos and we've done so much written word stuff. We need to be getting that on Facebook because, yeah. we, you know, I think what I've learned as well is I'm guilty of making, you know, I really want to grow my YouTube channel. So I focus on that. But people that are on Facebook don't want to go on YouTube. People on YouTube don't want to go on Facebook. People on Instagram don't want to go on LinkedIn. And so, you know, I, I said, look, we've got to focus on all the platforms and not try and move people off of where they want to be. Um, and so, yeah, we're going to you know, double down. Is this difficult? Because, yeah, I'm the same. My podcast has got such a good following. But my YouTube, you're right. It's take, they're, they're just different audiences because people like to listen in their ears, don't they? And, and it's hard, but you, you've got to try to do what you can. But yeah, Facebook, Facebook is one of the biggest platforms. You know, my generation, your generation, they're all on Facebook. You know, obviously yeah. Instagram's a smaller, smaller demographic. And then TikTok now, we're doing something on TikTok, which again, but you've got to get the balance right, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've, um, I'm listening to a great book right now. So I still listen to stuff and read loads of books uh, called One Million Followers. Yeah, I've got that book. Yeah. Yeah, if you're serious about growing an audience, I think there's some here's the, here's the thing that I always say to business owners, we all forget basic business. The business basics, you know, average customer value, tracking labor, yeah. uh, monthly profit and loss, making sure your margins are there, your gross profits there. People always forget the, the basic business and they're always looking for the new rather than the successful. That's why I think loads of relationship breakdown. People are like, oh, that new relationship rather than working on the one I'm in. Yeah, yeah. So I, I always, you know, try and listen to books where I know I'm going to get told the stuff that I already know to Re make sure that message. So I was listening to one million followers when I went for a run this morning, and you know, he said, "Look, you know, people, you know, you've got to make shareable content. You've got to make, you know, you've got to understand that Facebook is still the only platform where you can share." And I'm like. Yeah, of course it is. All the others, but if you want to share a YouTube video, you have to literally take it and send it in an email or in a, in a text message. There's real effort to it. But people can share on Facebook. So that, that because I'm listening to that, I'm sharpening my metaphorical sword. Yeah, yeah. And then I had the Google Hangouts thing. The same. I said, guys, we have got to double down on Facebook because when I'm doing a live, uh, you know, a Facebook live or an Instagram live, I'm getting like 50, 60, sometimes 70, 80 comments. And so, because I've, I've got so much time, I'm doing like five lives a day across all the platforms. I'm getting tons and tons of interaction. I'm enjoying it. I'm loving it. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, this is the time really where personal brands can really be built. Um, I really believe that. Uh, and we 100%. And I think planning is definitely good as well because I think you want to keep the enthusiasm. Look, we're going we're gonna to be here <coughs> minimum. You know, I'm looking at minimum, you know, 30, maybe 60 days, we're going to be working from home. And I think people have a way of being very optimistic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. I've, I've tried it. But even looking at that, I don't think people have woken up to the fact that this isn't like a bank holiday extended weekend. So having a plan is really important because a lot of people have the enthusiasm the first two weeks. It's going to be what you do in the second, third, fourth month is what's going to count yeah. as well. You know, it's the extra yeah. mile, isn't it? The extra bit of, yeah. um, bit of thing. I think yeah. it's really important. Super Good, so, yeah, I agree. Yeah, so look, you know, obviously we've, today I wanted to get you to have a conversation. I'm doing these, these interviews just with business leads, like I said, and I've got an uh, accountant coming on tomorrow because I'm getting so many questions about accountancy. I've asked my accountant, but 
Some people don't want to go on social media. That's cool. I get that. So that's another counter to come on. But, you know, where, you know, if you could put a crystal ball, which is a big question, right? Obviously, we have to go on hindsight. I know we'll get through this from my own experience in the last recession. I know everything's different, but where do you think we'll end up with this? Where do you think it'll end up, you know, in, in your kind of experience and your thoughts at the moment? Well, I think the government and banks have got more money than they've ever had, not like 2008, 2009. The banks have got so much money on their balance sheet and the government um, and the Bank of England have said you can loosen up monetary policy now i.e. they don't have to keep so much cash on their balance sheet. They can lend more and easier than they could before. It's what got them into troubles in 2008, 2009. Um, So they've loosened it up. So, for example, for every billion that they're lending per year now, they might have to keep three billion on their balance sheet. And this is just an example. Right now, they can lend a billion and they have to keep 1.3 billion on their balance sheet. So that, that buffer is allowing them to be able to lend loads of cash. That will flush into the economy and that will um, get us out of this much quicker. So I think, you know, we will rebound very quickly from this. In addition to this, this is a global recession now, you know, America, China. Um, yeah, we're not ordering stuff from China as a country as much as we did. So, you know, so and we need to remember that money is a fiction. It's all... It's a it's a method of control, you know. It's 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 a digital asset, if you like, that yeah. makes sure that we're all controlled and do what we do. And we have to believe that a pound is still a pound, and it's not worth, you know, less. We don't want to do something like the Germans did at the end of World War One and just print loads of money, and it all becomes worse. That's worth. the danger. Yeah, you've got to be got to get the balance yeah. right, haven't you? Otherwise, the inflation stops. And, and I think I think they have got the balance right. They know that, um, and they'll. That, that I think they'll tax us more in the future, or they'll do long-term borrowing. You know, I, I'm quite sure that they'll be able to get us back to where we want to get to. And for those people that watch where money flows, they will go, and money will flow in different areas. Like right now, one of my clients has got a farm leisure business that I coach, um, and they've doubled down and built a farm shop, and it's going like gangbusters because supermarkets didn't have food. They've made more money through yeah. this. Else, money flows. You've got to go where the money flows, yeah. um, and and that's that's what's happening. There is tons of opportunities out there, and then as soon as the play button's ready, you've got to be ready at the front, good to go. Yeah, excellent, and that's that's great advice. And also, I think everybody can take that same way into their daily lives. You know what I mean? Because it will, yeah. we will. You know, don't forget the economy didn't slow down. We were doing really well before, although we know yeah, yeah. there's issues in there. But uh, this has oh, come up. You, one of the other things is, well, I think people are going to come out of this with quite a bit of money, and I'll tell you from why. Loads of people have taken advantage of three-month mortgage holidays, and then yeah. now they're going to get 80% of their pay from the government. They can't go on holiday. They can't go to restaurants. They can't go and buy any clothes from the shops. So, you know, they, they actually yeah. could be in a good position. And then as soon as we're pressing play, cash is going to flash into the economy yeah. very quickly. I was talking to a wife last night. And she mentioned that she goes, "Well, people are going to be saving loads of money." And I said, "How does that work?" I mean, you're right. We can't, you can't even go to the shops. You know, you go no. once and you pick a few things where you'd really buy loads before, wouldn't you? Yeah. So there we go. And I, I'm hearing that Amazon are going to be a situation in a couple of weeks. I mean, this is all you know, armchair reading. I'm not taking <laughs> yeah. my own advice here. But I have. So, so I mean, what I can tell you is we, we sell our teddy bears on Amazon and they have said that we're not taking orders from anything other than essential suppliers now All into right. our warehouse. 
I think that'd be mean that people can spend even less money unless yeah. it's on essentials. Well, so it, it, not, yeah. demand. And naturally, with everyone, you know, when the, when the economy and the world gets frightened, they retract. So they're going to be keeping this money because they don't know where the next money's coming from. So, but we know once the economy picks up, they're going to have all this. Hol- I, I tell you what, even going to get your hair cut is going to be a problem once this kicks up. Well, yeah, I don't you, know what. They're going to be stacked up. Tom Hanks from Castaway, where this is, um, or whatever the film's called, you know, where it's the Big beard. I tell you what, we'll do a follow-up in three months. We'll have these big beards yeah. coming down, and that'll be good. Yeah, yeah. James, I, w- I want to thank you to come on the podcast. You know, look, I, I want to, when I'm you, let's just have a conversation, because, you know, tips and all that stuff, there's so much material that you guys can now go and read. There's no excuse. There's podcasts. Um, I'm going to get James Sherwood's links in a second. But, you know, take this advice of me and James have been in business for quite some time now. And if we're positive and upbeat, which we are. But oh, I can't sense- wait. I literally can't wait. I'm so excited anxiety, about it. Anxiety. Anxiety. Yeah. yeah. Everything's yeah. going to be on sale. And look, that's not taking advantage of other people because some people might like what James said. They may just want to get rid of their businesses now because, you know, yeah. on, I've always said entrepreneurship isn't easy. Uh, you know, you're going to take these kicks. And if you can't handle them, what you're better off doing is, yeah, do your business, but you may want to work as a number two. You, that's not a bad thing. But I don't know about no, you, no, James. Absolutely. I agree with that. Just before we go, I think, you know, I want to talk on this point. I don't know about you, but I think, you know, people talk entrepreneurship has been made, it's, it's so fashionable. I get people, I, the amount of times I've stopped people starting a business and making a big mistake is probably more than yeah. anything by saying like, you know, a conversation, I've got my pension, shall I start a business? And they've got no clue. They've got no plan. They've got no structure. They don't want to take yeah, on any yeah. staff. And you know, and I know for a business to grow, you need to get staff around you because that's how it really, really grows. So, you know, but what do you think about that now? Because some people will now hit the reality of what a business is all about. Yeah, I do think that some people are best being a number two and number three. I, I'm a big believer that the, the foundations of great businesses are built on what I call E plus M equals S, and that's entrepreneurship plus management equals success. Yeah. Too much management, you never innovate, and if you don't innovate, you're going to evaporate. Too much entrepreneurship, nothing gets done, um, and you know it's too la la. You know, you know, I'm I am surrounding, and I always surround myself with the best quality management that I can get. My MD is amazing. My commercial director, Janky, is amazing. Now, my MD of my childcare business, amazing. My FD, my finance director, those people are managing the day to day, so I can think about what happens tomorrow, and that's where entrepreneurship is. You're thinking yeah. about the future. You're thinking about how to make the impossible happen not the possible. Yeah. And what most people do is they stay in the possible camp, you know, like, oh, I'll, you know, make the, you know, tidy the warehouse, get the warehouse orders out, or I'll do the customer service stuff. No, no, your job is to do impossible stuff to build a company that most people just can't get their head around doing. Yeah. And, and it's understanding that you must, must employ the best possible management. And you might realize that actually you're a really good manager. You should be an MD, a CEO, or an operations director, or a marketing director. Do you really want to sign up to millions of pounds worth of personal guarantees like me and you know, take all the risk? You know, can you sleep with that? Can you deal with that? Can you really deal with that? You know, saying it and actually doing it are very different things. So no, I don't think everyone should be an entrepreneur, um, but others are made for it. And if you're made for it, then you should dive in and go, go, go. Yeah, exactly. That's a great, that's a great uh, way to sort of come to the end of the podcast so look James I know you've got a podcast YouTube channel 
um, Facebook, you're everywhere, just like myself. But, you know, where's the best? This will go onto YouTube anyway, and I may send you a copy if you want to put it in yours. But where would you want people to follow you at yeah. the moment? So I'm on jamesinclair.net, that's my website. My Facebook page is James Sinclair's Entrepreneurs Network. Um, and then James Sinclair on YouTube. I'm, I, I love Instagram now, I'm really getting into Instagram, so I'm on there. And I'm on Linky Dink as well, just type in James Sinclair. Yeah, I do that. I, 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 I say just Google, yeah. Yeah, yeah you, you're going to come up on all the platforms. But you know, James is a great guy. Look, I, I follow James. We've had conversations. So, yeah, mate. awesome. 